what up what up folks what's going on welcome to 101 dalmatians episode 101 of the spun today podcast i'm your host tony ortiz thank you very much for listening in this episode i speak about the sad death of anthony bourdain watching the movie the movies deadpool 2 and a quiet place and also the third i believe third season of the netflix original show black mirror which i didn't know was a netflix original i just noticed that the other day while watching season three i thought it was like a british uh show like a show in the uk or something like that that was picked up by netflix but it's a netflix original that happens to have a lot of uk ukanians a lot of british folk all right so this past week on june 8th anthony bourdain committed suicide he hung himself in his hotel room in france while he was on location filming for his hit cnn show called parts unknown which is a show that I discovered on Netflix. I didn't watch it on CNN, but Netflix has, you know, all the like back catalog of it. I first heard of Anthony Bourdain on Rogan's podcast. He did Rogan's podcast a couple of years back and seemed cool, seemed interesting. And then that's when like I looked up his his show. And for those of you that don't know, Anthony Bourdain was a chef and he was like known as like the i don't know like bad boy rock star lifestyle chef um and he and a lot of chefs are like i used to work in restaurants when i was younger like my first my first real job was working at a restaurant i worked at two different restaurants for about four years from when i was like 15 to 19 or 16 to 20 something like that and i i worked with a few different chefs um over those years and they do have kind of like a like an edge to them i guess chefs at least for for the most part there was like one chef out of maybe five or six or maybe even seven that that i worked with over that time period that was that was like a straight straight narrow chef but besides that like the most of them drink like heavily like alcoholic status drink and if not just like you know like to drink a lot and like party but not necessarily like alcoholic status there was a few uh, at least two two let me see one two no, three that I remember that used to do coke. And, you know, they're, I don't know. And that's like in little like mom and pop shop type restaurants. And I, and that, um, that career or that job or that whatever, like that position kind of always had like that, that fama of, you know, like chefs like to party, you know, the, the, that's their shit. Um, and Anthony Bourdain was supposed to like the pinnacle of that 
and i know that he on rogan's podcast like he spoke about when he was younger and he spoke about this like on different different um venues as well but uh he spoke about being into uh heavily into coke and heroin when he was younger and then kicking kicking that habit and uh he also drank and he still drank even after which was interesting even after he kicked uh heroin and was sober and stopped doing coke like he still drank which is which is interesting because he and wasn't supposedly wasn't like an alcoholic status like drinker but he used to drink socially which is weird because like at least most stories that i hear from like addicts and shit they like they can't do anything or they'll do everything you know what i mean and um he was apparently like measured in his drinking and uh but he he definitely did have like an addictive personality something else that he got into was brazilian jiu-jitsu because i know his his wife used to be into it and she she or his ex-wife and she uh was even in like a bunch of like uh jiu-jitsu tournaments and stuff like that and as a way to like bond with her he got into doing jiu-jitsu and supposedly got like completely addicted to it and whenever he was on location um uh for his show he would go to like any local jujitsu school to like do jujitsu. Um, he won actually a tournament in New York, like a, a small, not well, I don't know how small it is to be honest, but it's a, a spring uh, BJJ tournament for, he won the gold in the 56 and older division. It was the IBJJF, uh, New York Spring International Open Championship. And for those of you that know about jujitsu or at least, uh, have like some like inkling of it like there's a bunch of different tournaments and different schools and like stuff like that it's just not like the olympics or something you know what i mean but you know it's definitely something notable and his show so he was this rockstar chef that uh was also an author and uh he wrote one book that i know of probably wrote a couple others and he actually like narrated his show his show is about cooking and it's well not like a traditional like cooking show he went around the world it's called parts unknown um at least this show the show that i got into i know he had like another show before it and i think maybe even a third show before that one but the show that i got into parts unknown he went to parts unknown around the world and, you know he would go to like uh a bar in new jersey that made the best chopped cheese sandwich according to him and he would go to cuba and eat in a village with traditional cuban food and he would go to turkey and you know and so forth every time that i saw an episode of that show like each episode i think it's it's like 45 minutes to an hour it felt so much longer to me but like in definitely in a good way and to me it was each show is like a little mini vacation like you really get a sense of what the place is like that he's at because it's not you know just like at the resort you know eating the fried fish that they cook at the beach or like sipping margaritas poolside it's like a bit more of an authentic experience that he tries to give out or tries to show 
through through his through his show and it really came came off that way uh, i think what did it for me was he was a really good writer and had a way with words and he had final he wrote on on a lot of uh his show and he i want to say all of his show but i don't know if that's correct but he definitely wrote on the show and had final cut which means everything and anything that you see he signed off on you know like not the director not the showrunner um he had final final cut on his show which is rare he narrated it which you guys know i like i'm a sucker for like i like movies with narration and voiceover and stuff like that and his show has has that as well netflix was I, I think the show was scheduled to like come off from netflix actually like in like later later this this month i think in june or july but they actually tweeted today that they they were going to extend it for many months to come which is a smart move on their part like everybody in the mother speaking about anthony bourdain now so even people that didn't know about him before you know now that he committed suicide are gonna want to like check out his show it's fucking horrible yo and it goes to show that you know even like mental health is such a prevalent issue in the country and in the world what am i talking about the country in the world and i don't know like more like in our face now more than ever like with social media and the connectivity of 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 people and how small the world has become because of the internet we as people definitely have to do a better job of taking preventative measures and trying to notice signs and being there for people that you feel like might have issues and if you yourself have issues you know call uh, the national suicide prevention lifeline which i linked to in the episode notes actually and their phone number is actually 800-273-8255 if anyone is in need of that and uh there's actually a text version uh, which I looked up for those less inclined to actually make the phone call. You know, it could be a, a text that fucking saves your life. And um, you get to, you know, speak with a trained crisis counselor. And the text, the number that you have to text is 741-741. And just one more time, the phone number is 800-273-8255. And I link to it in the episode notes. As well as the uh, text, the number to text is seven four one seven four one, and it's sad because you know even someone seemingly like Anthony Bourdain, where he has like a dream job and on top of the world and doing something that he himself is passionate about and was doing since he was uh, a teen, and working in kitchens and restaurants and cooking and and got to do it in this super cool unique dream job way and had money and had you know everybody that encountered him uh liked him you know shit was still so fucked up in his head that he decided to while on location shooting this show hang himself in his hotel room and leaving behind his ex-wife which they were going through like a divorce or something like that and it was never finalized but i'm assuming based on that that I guess they were estranged at least or separated already. 
uh, but he also left left behind a daughter, which sucks. That has to be rough to like lose a parent that way or a child lose any fa- any family member or friend that way. But I can't even imagine like the amount of it can't be sadness, you know, like on your sad, like down like days that you're just out of it and just like fed up with everything and anything and everything just makes you like down like feel down and like shitty like it has to be it must be that times a million you know like uh severe depression to feel as if the only way out the only escape the only way to feel a sense of relief from the shit that's going on in your own head is to just end everything just fade to black just everything go dark like to choose that over anything and everything and anyone else is has to be like an insane level of just pain and anguish and confusion and just sadness and it's fucking sad but i'd say definitely check out check out his show especially if you guys haven't and um i'm sure you get something from it there's a there's like gems in every episode there's like takeaways there's like a a way that anthony had of connecting to like the people or or like the essence of the countries and you know places that he was in and like extracting like all the goodness from it and like putting it on screen and sharing it with you and had a way of tying it all together with his words which is cool it's a really good show and i've seen a bunch 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 of them I definitely haven't seen all of them and I'm definitely going to hop on Netflix and catch the ones that I haven't seen yet. Again, if you or anyone that you know, anyone that you think um, might need it, you know, call the fucking suicide prevention hotline, text, text them. It could be a call or text that saves your or somebody else's life. You never know. And also, stop being shitty to people, like, for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, like, negative energy, negative bullshit that we put on each other and we were all guilty of it. Like, lessen that. Like, take that down a notch. It's very unnecessary. You never know what fucking straw that broke the camel's back could lead someone into doing some unreversible sick shit like that. Also, Kate Spade, the designer lady that I know her from, uh, like, purses and shit that my wife liked. Um, she uh, committed suicide the same way, also hung herself, like, a week before or a couple of days before or something like that. And, you know, something interesting about her that I didn't know, she was married to David Spade, the comedian, the comic actor, comedic actor. Um, and comedian, I think he did stand up. Um, she was married to his brother, 
which I didn't know. Hence the last name Spade. All right. What a bummer. What a bummer way to start the episode, huh? On a lighter note, Deadpool 2, the movie, was hilarious. I highly recommend it. I actually thought it was funnier than the second one, but take that with a grain of salt because I don't fully remember the second one. I'm sorry, the first one. But I am... I like the humor in the movie i like the movie for reasons that other people didn't like it or at least from like reviews that a couple reviews that that i heard on it um which was the like the sarcastic humor i have a pretty sarcastic sense of humor myself which but i also have like a dry like serious type of demeanor so like my sarcasm comes off as like dickish as well and um but uh i really enjoy like sarcastic jokes and like shit like that and this movie is like full of them and deadpool the the character he like constantly breaks the fourth wall and speaks to the audience which i like as well um and it's narrated which again i'm a sucker for and um it was just fucking funny even things like in the opening credits for it like it it said things like written by who gives a shit and directed by your mother you know like weird like shit like that and he had celine dion uh was singing like the song for it and he's doing like some ballet interpret interpretive dance of that song at the same time and it was just just funny it was like Oh man, there was this Indian character in it, and he was a cab driver, and um, pretty cliche, right? And um, he was like Deadpool's like driver type thing, like getaway driver guy, but and he was like a regular normal Indian dude, but he wanted to be a superhero, and he just had like a bunch of funny lines, and like throughout the whole thing like he's telling deadpool i want to be a superhero like you mr deadpool mr deadpool sir and then in one scene deadpool gets he's like pissed off he's like arguing something and he's like but let me let me let me you know join or whatever the fuck let me be in it i'll have your back or whatever the indian guy's saying and deadpool's like yeah and what's your what the hell's your super your superpower gonna be huh and the indian guy without skipping a beat just responds courage (laughs) and <laughs> that shit was hilarious i was dying he has like a heavy indian accent and he's like courage is my my superpower um and then deadpool calls him his brown panther instead of black panther that was fucking funny what else the the oh the ending um the ending credits like cardi b even made the ending credits like because he had like funny little signs at the end like when the credits were rolling and the real director and writers and which ryan reynolds which is the star of it he is deadpool he was actually one of the three writers on deadpool 2 which was i thought was pretty cool but like one of the signs that they they had like little like stickies and just like little writing on the side and stuff like that that was funny like one of them was making money moves 
like the Cardi B lyric, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, what else? What else? Oh yeah, the ending. You know that the mid credit and after credit like scenes. We didn't get to stay for the after credit ones. I don't even know if there was an after credit one, but the mid credit scene was like the best that I've seen in in any Marvel movie. Um, and it was really cool. It was funny. What else? What else? Um, oh, and I almost didn't see the movie because it like happened by chance because my wife and I were in the city and we had uh, an appointment with her doctor for like the baby appointments for like a sonogram and like now when you're getting close to to the end of the third trimester your appointments instead of being monthly they they start off like as monthly and then they go like bi-weekly and then they towards the end it's weekly so we have like we have an appointment tomorrow we had one last wednesday we had one the wednesday before and then this one we it's like you have an appointment for a sonogram where you get to like hear the baby's heartbeat and see you know see like the baby on screen and shit like that which is the coolest part and they you know take pictures and print them out for you some most of them come out like like shit like you can't make anything out but we actually got a really good one that was in 3d last last time which is pretty cool where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So then you have the sonogram appointment and then you have a second appointment um, to review things like with the doctor, which the review things with the doctors like, you know, they pretty much look at the sonogram stuff before you're you going with the doctor and the doctor sees you for five minutes. He checks your pressure. They take your urine, ask you questions, how you're feeling, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Have you been nauseous? Have you been this? Have you been that? And that's pretty much it. Um, but it's like two separate appointments. And we had the sonogram one at, I forgot what time, you know, like, let's say 11 a.m. And then the the doctor one, the doctor appointment was like four hours later or some shit like that. And there was an AMC movie theater, which is the movie theaters that, that we like to go to. Like, whenever we go to the movies, we go to an AMC out in uh, in Queens in, in Fresh Meadows. And because it has like the the recliner, like lazy boy chairs, which is dope to see a movie that way. And there there was an AMC literally like two blocks away. And I looked up like the show times on it and just to see if there were like any any uh, worthwhile movies playing at the, you know, at that time, like in between. And there was one starting like in like half hour from when we were done with the first appointment so we went to go see that uh deadpool 2 during that time then went to the second appointment and bounced so it was a pretty pretty convenient showing and a pretty cool day next up is the movie a quiet place a quiet place was very noisy and talkative and let me stop um a Quiet Place was good. It was okay good. Like, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Um, I thought it was kind of predictable in a lot of parts. And the only thing I didn't predict, which I also didn't like, but I kind of liked the fact that I didn't predict it, um, was the 
Spoiler alert, by the way. Spoiler alert. Fast forward. Was the fact that the father dies. Like, I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought, like, in that scene, I thought, like, the girl was going to realize that it's her fucking hearing aid that makes the, you know, the fucking animals that are, are killing people, um, like, die or go away or whatever. I thought she was going to realize that, like, in that exact moment and then, like, save her dad. But that didn't happen and her dad got fucking eaten. And then she figured it out later. But it was cool. It was definitely not like, I'm glad I did not see it at a theater. But it was worth a watch, you know, if you have like a movie night or something like that and you have nothing else to watch. Like, I wouldn't say don't watch it. But I'm also not giving it like a two thumbs up, go watch it right away type of recommendation either. Those weird like animal creature things that were killing people were my my wife uh, pointed it out, which is true. They look like like the uh, I forgot what it was called, but the shit from Stranger Things, like the alien thing that was killing people, like one of those from the upside down place fucking monsters. It looked like one of them shits. And I'm trying to think of, like, something else that was, like, memorable about it. Um, but I, nothing, not much comes to mind. Oh, her having the baby. Um, and being quiet while having the baby. Obviously very unrealistic, but it's a fucking movie, you know? You're supposed to suspend disbelief, but it was very... It was a crazy scene. She's, like, hiding from this monster that's, like, tracking her. And these monsters, if you guys haven't seen the movie, um, they can't see. They don't have eyes or whatever. But they sense you through hearing. Like, if you make a noise, like, any, like, tap, any anything, they eat you. They find you and eat you. And she was pregnant, which, by the way, what are you doing fucking and getting pregnant when you can't make noise you know what i mean like that's like come on use a rubber or pull out or something um but like that can't happen in that scenario anyway this thing this like monster thing is like tracking her and is like inside the house it's it's trying to like listen for her to like eat her and she is like tiptoeing and like moving away while her water broke and she's going through labor and winds up having a baby in a, in the tub without making noise without making enough noise for the monster to find her and eat her and then she like hides in the closet and that supposedly muffles the sound of the baby crying and like stuff like that um but it was a sick scene again very unrealistic even within i thought even within like the context of you know the movie or whatever it was still a bit far-fetched but um it was definitely a memorable scene till they go shit he's actually gonna pull it off but all right enough about a quiet place check it out if you guys feel like you want to and if not i won't blame you and 
last up, Black Mirror, which is a show on Netflix, which is really cool. I've told you guys about it before, like previous episodes and previous uh, seasons. Season three is now out, and it's only six episodes. So check it out. Each episode is really good. I enjoyed all of them. The last one definitely takes the cake because each each episode like it doesn't build on each other it's like its own like little mini movie you know they're all like an hour long so it's like its own their own you know little little movies you know how long is a movie like fucking an hour and a half two hours you know this these episodes are like about an hour some a little bit more some a little bit less like the last episode is like an hour 15 um but they're all like you know different actors each episode and and they're individuals but the they're like standalone but the last episode kind of ties in like each of the other episodes into one which was really cool and i did not see coming and it was a really good episode so a lot of it is like technology based type of things and kind of like a dystopian future types of settings where shit goes wrong because of a certain type of technology that's like very prevalent and i think that it's called black mirror because it's kind of like a social commentary on society itself like now and it's kind of like looking you know look at yourselves in the mirror and how you're like you know addicted to your phones and 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 by you i mean we are addicted to our phones and computers and just our own insular worlds while at the same time and ironically being that much more connected to each other by doing so because like we were saying in the beginning of the episode the world is like such a small place not because of the advent of the internet and and stuff like that and um social media etc 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 so i think it's called black mirror because it's kind of like a black dark dystopian view as of what the future could be if we continue on this path and there is like one episode for example of these bees that sometime in the future you know how they say like bees are are like dying off and it it would throw off like the balance of of agriculture if you know bees became extinct or became uh, dangerously low in population because it would stop pollinating uh, plants and flowers etc and crops would diminish and stuff like that so in this in this future in one of these episodes they made um these like flying robot bees that they're robot bees that do everything that bees did but they're robots um and that's to supplement for their population but then these little bees became devices where uh the government could use them for surveillance and also it became the source of like some somebody like hacked into the ability to like control uh, a subset of these bees of these hives of these populations of bees and 
they linked it to uh, social media in a way and started like this hashtag game where, you know, you know, some douchebag, you know, person who's popular or something like that. Like, let's say, uh, and had like a, a bad week or said some fucked up shit. Like, let's say Roseanne that's in the news now, like somebody would use the hashtag death to Roseanne or Kanye when he, you know, spoke about his fucking slavery as a choice type of thing. And, you know, had that TMZ, um outburst or whatever like somebody could say hashtag deaths to kanye and every week there was like a countdown and whoever had the most like retweets or whatever on that hashtag or whoever you know whether it be deaths to kanye or deaths to roseanne or whatever um whoever had the most would uh have the bees like would target that person and they're like little bees you know they fit anywhere and you know, there's hundreds of thousands or millions of them. And this person, like, hacked them to, like, go into, you know, find the person, locate the person, and kill them, basically. So it's, like, these literally killer bees. And they would, like, go into the person's, like, nose or ears or eyes or whatever and, you know, just go in their brain and, like, stab them and kill them. So that was, like, one one episode. And another episode was the ability to like download your consciousness into like someone else's body so there was like a husband and wife and the wife got into a really bad car accident and she was like a vegetable pretty much and through some like primitive at that time it was remember it takes place like a bit in the future not too far off into the future but a bit into the future there was some sort of like primitive device where the person could respond using like a green light and a red light but they couldn't like speak they couldn't move they couldn't open their eyes they couldn't anything but they link this up to to them and they kind of speak through like yes and no with a green light and a red light um think the uh like the scientist uh quadriplegic guy uh, fuck stephen hawking it was like in you know he couldn't move but he could communicate through like his eyes like moving on the screen and typing out you know what he wanted to say like that you know sort of kind of something like that um but anyway so in this episode that person was approached by someone and, and given the option of downloading their consciousness completely and embedding it into the their spouse so you know they played with the theory which is supposedly a bullshit theory but that we only use 40 percent of our brains on a good day and there's like this 60 percent of our brain where that's dormant and you can technically download the consciousness of that other person into that you know 60 percent space that's not being used and you know, that person, you know, you can hear them in your head and, you know, have conversations with them and then they could feel whatever you feel and see whatever you see and hear whatever you, you know, like they could quote unquote live again. And that's another episode that takes a a weird turn as well, a weird dark turn. And what else? There's like an episode about a, a, a doctor that gets like this implant to you know, feel the pain of his patients in a way. He gets like this neural implant where he can read 
the like the pain of patients to like better diagnose them and like no oh no it's not this artery it's that artery that's causing the pain because like he feels exactly what they feel and he's able to like pinpoint shit and that takes a really dark turn because then he starts like getting off on the pain and then he starts hurting himself and other people and shit like that it's a very interesting show it's dark i like it and i think you will too it's well written it's very good acting and it's different it's not like any other shows that i watch or that i've seen before and i think it's pretty cool it's called black mirror and it is available on netflix for your viewing pleasure all right folks that's it that's enough for me this week Stick around, listen to some tunes in the background while you listen to ways that you can help support the Spun Today podcast. This was episode 101. Again, my name is Tony Ortiz, and this is the Spun Today podcast. Thank you very much for listening. And stick around. Peace. Deliver me from my enemies, oh God. Defend me from those that rise up against me. Deliver me from the workers of inequity. Save me from the bloody man. Look. Mind stayed up against it from the 40s. Meet the business mind of Motown's Berry Gordy. Turn crack rock into a chain of 4040s. Sorry, my jury's so gaudy. Slid into the party with my new pair of Maury's. America meet the gangster Sean Corey. Hey, young world, wanna hear a story? Close your eyes and you can pretend you're me. A cut from the cloth for the Kennedys. French Sinatra having dinner with the Genovese. This is the genesis of a nemesis Mother of America's not witnesses The Harlem Renaissance birth black businesses This is the tale of lost innocence As the incense burn and the turntables turn And that Al Green plays Would you like to receive a short email from me once a week? You know that feeling you have on a Monday at work When you have absolutely nothing to look forward to except for lunch? Have no fear, the Midday Monday Boost letter is here in this short weekly newsletter, you will receive five things. One is a photograph of the week from a photographer, a podcast of the week. I listen to tons of podcasts, dozens and dozens of podcasts, hundreds of episodes, and I cherry pick the best ones and I share them with you here. You'll also receive a video of the week, which could be anything from a rap battle to a TED talk. You receive a quote of the week, something to let marinate in your mind. And a word of the week so that you and I can both step up our vocab. So if any of that sounds of interest to you, check it out. Check out the subscribe page at spuntrade.com forward slash subscribe. Drop in your email address and you'll receive the very next one. For any writers or creatives out there, I have a questionnaire. It's a five question questionnaire that anyone is free to fill out. It's located at spuntray.com forward slash questionnaire. And what it is, is five open-ended questions related to your craft. It's things like what inspires you to write or create whenever you don't feel the inspiration to do so. What are your favorite apps or tools or tricks to trick yourself into getting into the mind state of actually creating? What inspires you, etc., etc., stuff like that. 
And what I do with your responses is share them on a future episode of the podcast. Now, you can choose to remain anonymous if you choose to. You have that option right there when you fill out the questionnaire. And if you do not choose to remain anonymous, I give you a shout out on the podcast and promote for free whatever it is that you have going on. So I appreciate you in advance for sharing that with me, as well as the rest of the listeners of the Sponsor Day podcast, which would stand to gain from you filling out the questionnaire. Now, you can help support the podcast in a myriad of ways. One way which does not cost you anything and is most popular within the podcasting community is by shopping on Amazon using my affiliate links banner. So the way that works is you go to sponsor.com forward slash affiliate links or just click on the affiliate links tab at the top center of the page. And there you will see a banner for Amazon. You literally just click on that and it takes you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It does not cost you anything extra, but Amazon will give me a kickback just for driving traffic to their website. So that would be a big help. It literally costs you nothing extra financially, just costs you a couple of extra clicks of your mouse before you do your Amazon shopping. The iTunes banner that's on that same page works the same way. So if you're purchasing music or movies or whatever it is on iTunes, feel free to go through my affiliate link portal there as well. If you want to make a one-time PayPal donation, feel free to do so. There's a PayPal donation button on there as well. Within that same tab, you'll also find a link to the Spun Today Viral Style Store. Now, the Viral Style Store is a store where you can get Spun Today merch, whether it's a coffee mug or a t-shirt that I personally designed. And spoiler alert, I'm no I'm no Ralph Lauren or you know whoever designs Gucci stuff. <laughs> but I did create the design of those shirts myself. I have a couple t-shirts on there. One that says, for example, right need every day, which is a playoff of Snoop, Dre, and Nate Dogs. Smoke weed every day. So it's right need every day. With like a puff cloud of smoke behind it. I have a podcast versus everybody t-shirt and uh, just stuff like that. So check it out. The link to the viral style store is also there. You can also help support the podcast on a reoccurring basis if you become a Patreon supporter. Now, Patreon is pretty cool. And there's a little um, video explanation of what it is and how it works. But I'll try to do my best to summarize it here. Basically, you sign on to Patreon, which is a free service for your account, and you can support not just myself, but any other uh, podcasters or creatives that also have Patreon pages. And you can choose to, for example, donate a dollar to them on a per episode basis. So the Sponsor podcast has two uh, episodes a month. So if you donate a dollar to it, it'll be two dollars a month, basically. And you set it up and it just happens automatically on a reoccurring basis. There are zero fees. You can cancel at any time. No hassle. No bullshit. And it's uh, it's a cool way to help support and is much appreciated. And also, it's not just like a, for example, uh, a PayPal donation, which is just that. But through Patreon, it allows the creator, in this case being myself, to set up a reward system, if you will. So... If you donate a dollar per episode, you are considered a tier one supporter. If you donate $3 per episode, 
you are a second tier supporter etc etc and it goes up to four tiers and each tier gets different things like uh tier one gets a free spontaneous bookmark and a shout out on the podcast tier three gets uh gets those two things from tier one as well as a free writing piece that's not posted on on my website or available to anyone else etc etc so check that out if you will and uh, visit my patreon page at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash spun today another great amazing way to help support the podcast is to rate and review it this costs you absolutely nothing whether you listen on itunes on stitcher on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, on Pocket Casts, on Overcast, on Player FM, on Google Play, on YouTube, on Tumblr, or if you listen on Podbay or any other of your favorite podcast apps, please rate and review the episode. It really is the number one way to help the show gain traction, gain exposure. You know, you could also share it with friends and family and tell them, you know, check out what this idiot is saying. Some of it is actually pretty good. Or it all fucking sucks and you should listen and laugh. But as long as you're listening, <laughs> it would be much appreciated. So rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you listen. Follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Spun Today. Like the Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Spun Today. Subscribe to my YouTube page as well. All podcast episodes are available on YouTube as well as clipped versions for example with the random rant episodes you know i speak about a bunch of different topics instead of having the full episode alone which is also available on youtube but you also have snippets of the different topics broken up into more digestible chunks so check that out you can also support by checking out my book make way for you tips for getting out of your own way it's a quick short read if you're looking for some inspiration and motivation and you can find out more about it at spuntray.com forward slash books there you'll find a video of me telling you all how the book came to fruition as well as a couple of audio excerpts if you're interested you can purchase it wherever books are sold kindle ibooks kobo in ebook or paperback format which you can find on amazon also for being a spun today listener i can also send you a free copy right there on that same landing page at sponsor.com forward slash books drop in your email address at the bottom of the page and i'll shoot you over a copy in the format of your choice and that's all i got folks thanks again for checking out this episode and as always substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams thanks for listening